Hey marketers, if you want to get the latest news, trends, and insights in marketing, advertising, and tech, check out the Adweek Podcast Network. Learn from leading voices across media and marketing with original shows like Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, Marketing Vanguard, and Tech Magic with Kathy Hackle. Start listening now by searching Adweek wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking to take your media strategy to the next level and make impact with millions of customers? Walmart Connect harnesses the massive reach of America's number one retailer. They can help you connect more meaningfully with Walmart's 139 million weekly online and in-store customers to find the right audience for your message. They use Walmart's proprietary customer purchase data to help you precisely target even niche audiences at scale. Visit walmartconnect.com today to see how they can help you find the customers you want at the scale you need. Hey, I'm sure by now you're aware of programmatic ad tech, but what is it exactly? Programmatic advertising, in some ways, is really anytime you're using software and data to make your media buying decisions. We see it in display ads, in CTV, programmatic digital out of home, and of course, audio. And new ad technologies are coming out every day. Actually, what you're hearing right now is a type of programmatic ad, or at least a hybrid. It's not programmatic in the sense that a piece of software is buying this ad right now in a real-time bidding auction, but it is programmatic in the sense that it was bought through a buying platform that matched the advertiser to this podcast. And who is the advertiser? Grapeseed Media. When it comes to the world of programmatic, they're one of the companies that knows the most about the latest advances in all programmatic. Their whole mission is programmatic that lets you play with the giants. They open the door and walk you through the entire programmatic landscape. They're the closest thing possible to an in-house programmatic team without the expense and trouble of an actual in-house team. They're completely tech agnostic, which means they sit on all ad technologies, including emerging ones, like the platform they use to serve this host red ad. If you're curious to take your programmatic further, reach out to them at grapeseedmedia.com. And thank you, Grapeseed Media, for being a sponsor of this podcast. You're listening to Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, a show where we discuss trends, pop culture, and Hispanic advertising, because at the end of the day, everything is an ad. Welcome from Brand Week, everyone. Um, and today we have Dan Reese, EVP, Chief Growth Officer of Advertising at Televisa Univision. Dan, hi and welcome. Hi, Luz. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Appreciate thank you for here. joining us. Uh, it's fabulous. <laughs> and well air-conditioned. Yes. Very well air-conditioned. So it's a little cold in here, but... Um, Yes, but thank you for joining us in the Marketing Vanguard Lounge. So, uh, Dan, today, actually, Donna Special from mm -hmm. your company was on her. stage. You know her. Yeah, yeah she's, she's, my she's, boss. In, she's pretty cool. Yeah, she's very cool. <laughs> uh, so, she was on stage with my boss, Chris, and talking a little bit uh, about you know, just kind of the Hispanic audience today and working really closely with clients. Uh, so would love to tap your brain a little bit more mm -hmm. about that. You know, I think what was so interesting about her session is she really emphasized educating your clients, you know, mm -hmm. and that it's not part of the typical sales job, like, you know, the educational part. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, we're almost like professional cultural translators. I love That's it. Our, our Who better? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Don and I have worked together for a long time, and um, we we our prior stint was over at at what is now Warner Discovery, um, and came to Televisa Univision to um, modernize uh, the advertising offering, 
work with all the teams around the company to bring new things to advertisers and, and kind of tap into that giant untapped opportunity that is the U.S. Hispanic audience. Yeah. So um, it's exciting and it's it's an honor and it's it's been really fun. That's yeah, great. I mean, yeah, you guys are up to big things. And um, I would love to tap into your experience a little bit yep. that has probably most likely very well prepared you. You used to be at Turner, right? I worked at Turner for a long time. Gotcha. Yes. And same same world, same broadcast world. What do you what lessons from that role do you think have served you the most in this role? Okay. Wow. Lots. Um, <laughs> so I had lots of different jobs at Turner, but I think um, Turner at its best was a very entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial company. So it was uh, relatively decentralized and it was, it kind of rewarded new thinking. And it was always one of the more, just based in the image of Ted Turner, it was always one of the more innovative, cable driven, TV driven companies. So um, the key skill was to figure out how to launch and do new things quickly um, and not ask a lot of permissions, yep. um, but bring back success and plans to grow bigger. It was always a, a, a big thing. So I learned a lot of lessons in that process. And I did that across lots of different groups. But the last group I was in where Donna was my boss was in, in the ad sales oh, wow. um, and the advertising gotcha. part of the world. Um, and there wasn't as much of an educational component in that role than in this role. No, <laughs> I mean, it was one of the many, not many, few uh, big general entertainment video driven companies. So right. there's always an educational component when you're launching and doing new things, even within a big company. So we educated folks on all the new things that we built, right? We built out social media capabilities. We built out brand studios. We, we focused a lot on going beyond spots and dots and traditional advertising and, and really connecting sort of more authentically with the audience through our talent, through our programming, through our brand storytelling. Um, we launched a studio called Courageous that I'm still very proud of um, and still exists over at CNN that is probably, in my view, the best brand studio going um, for many years had been. Yeah. I love that. That's great. Um, so so always, my, just to answer the question, so always educating and keeping people kind of why are you doing this new thing? Um, that's always going to happen. Right, yeah. right. And and I love that you said modernized, um, you know, mm -hmm. this company here because as a Latina, you know, I can vouch that we I watched Univision when my parents were watching it, you mm -hmm. know, growing up. And and we've heard a lot. We even heard a question in the audience this morning saying that exact thing. So about generational marketing. Yeah. Um, so I'm just curious. I would love to hear like what a little bit more about how you've modernized Televisa Univision to, to reach these next few generations. Sure. Yeah, no, and it's 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 been across the whole company. So I'll, I'll focus in on the ad sales side. But I mean, we've modernized everything from launching streamers to to kind of upping our investment in music and in soccer and, you know, really kind of um, launching and being a lot more effective in social media and growth marketing. So the whole company has really sort of embraced the future and the investment that came with new ownership and, and new ambitions. Uh, within advertising, um, you know, Univision, before we merged with Televisa, because when I started, it was just Univision. And then we did this awesome merger to kind of become the Spanish language powerhouse. But um, Univision had had sort of suffered a little bit from lack of investment because the company was for sale for quite some time. So uh, the offerings when we arrived were a little bit behind where the other major media companies had, had been. And in looking at it, we had this opportunity not just to kind of catch up, but also to kind of look at our audience and build things that were uniquely perfect for how marketers could serve them and could be a part of their 
their um, lives and be a part of, of their you know, day in, day out transactions. So um, among those things, one is we invested in all the ad tech and data side um, ad targeting. Um, we built a Hispanic data graph that for the first time could accurately measure Hispanics in the United States. Um, and we also in the area that I led a little bit more was was looking at things where marketers could uniquely connect in a, in a content rich way. Um, so we launched new tent poles. We invested in, we doubled down on investments in, um, in soccer and in new leagues. We, we, we just, you know, Copa America is coming back next year, but we also launched a lot of new offerings for advertisers. Um, we picked up the, um, commercial rights and sponsorship rights to Liga MX, which is the Mexican soccer league, the biggest and most watched club league in the U.S. That's huge. Um, so we now represent not just the advertising and media, but also the brand and sponsorship rights to that league, um, which has been a huge, a huge success. And we've announced our first partner and we'll announce a bunch more there. And that's that's under my oversight. We launched um, – oh, basically when we stepped back and said, what do we have to do to get advertisers? So there's this gap for advertisers. Um, we have a – upon starting, I think we had less than half of the advertising base that we had at, at a Turner or you'd have at an NBCU or anywhere else. So it was our job to really figure out how can we make it easier and simpler for brands to be a part of this growth opportunity, which is – unrivaled in, in the U.S., right, the Hispanic audience. Um, and we focused on on making it easy to operate in Spanish language. So so there's a group that we invested in um, called ASI, ASI Studios, which you probably know, but not everyone knows. ASI in Spanish means basically just like this. Just like this, It's yeah. kind of the act of showing someone how to do someone in a kind of friendly way. Like yeah, ASI. I love that. Yeah, so, so that team is a, a team of creatives and marketers that works directly with advertisers. Um, it's about 75 people under me. And um, from about 17 different countries of origin. Wow. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, like, what yeah. does that team look like? You uh, it's, know? it's super – I mean, it basically um, – we have representatives of every – Latino nationality, wow. um, which is really cool. Any um, Chileans? Tell them. I, uh, I think one. <laughs> okay. Yep, yeah. We're Chile a minority. Yes. Yeah, we're Chileno. a minority and a minority. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, look, the, the islands are represented. That's the Venezuelas, the Colombias, the, the Honduras, the Central America, Mexico, obviously well represented. So um, the point is across all the different creative outputs that we now can do. And we've invested in all of them from building ads in Spanish for brands to um, we have a really fast growing creator marketing team that sets up influencer campaigns with brands specializing in Spanish language and Hispanic. Wow. Um, we have a studio that builds sort of long form documentary pieces that chronicle the real life stories of Hispanics in America. Wow. Um, event marketing. We integrate folks into our tent poles and we've, um, by tent poles, I mean our big music award shows and our soccer matches. And so there's just a lot going on um, to help brands connect. So if you advertise in Spanish, you're going to get a, on average, a 4X return on ad spend right. relative to English language. Right. That's partly because so many brands are just not talking to the audience. Right? Yeah. And yeah. And that's what I was going to ask because, um, you know, and this is something that's been coming up in conversations, but, you know, not all copy is created equal. So it's more than right. just like Spanish copy. And that's why I, I'm assuming is like one of the perks of having such a diverse team Correct. is they can, you know, share more insight into that. Yep. Yep. So just within advertising, but, you know, look, we encourage 
I did a lot of brand storytelling work over at Turner. That was part of my job. Um, and I'm really proud of the things we did. Um, and what I would say though, and that was, it's important to go beyond spots and dots and just advertising and really partner with content creators who know how to attract an audience. But as much as that's important in English language, it's way more important in Spanish language and in, and with the U.S. Hispanic audience for U.S. brands because they're not as, um, always as well known. They're not always as trusted. Um, so we bring a lot to the table for brands to, to go beyond just advertising. We love working on advertising. Um, and we often consult or help them translate their English language spots or shoot entirely new spots. But where I really see huge leaps is when brands partner with us and, you know, get into the fabric of a Latin Grammys or get into the fabric right. of a Copa America or a Gold Cup we had this summer and, you know, be part of the action. And we bring creators into those tent poles or we, um, you know, we shoot large multi-video series chronicling um, important lives of Hispanic, real life Hispanics in the, the community. Um, I think a lot of brands sort of mistake the concept of having a Hispanic actor or two in your ad yeah. for actually shining a light on what real people are doing in the community to, to advance right. um, everything. And yeah. that's like a huge, a huge win. So we, we got kind of the gamut of creative services. I love that. And honestly, it really does sound like you're modernizing it. So I can, I can say like, it, it's beautiful to see this brand that was like a constant in my home. And now like I, we can relate to it even more in like an Americanized way. Yeah. Ready to unlock the full potential of your media spend? Whether you're looking to launch a new product, build your brand, or help increase sales this quarter, Walmart Connect helps brands make an impact with precise targeting, powerful analytics, and the reach of America's number one retailer. Walmart Connect offers solutions for advertisers of all sizes on and off Walmart's digital properties and in their stores. From cost-effective sponsored search and self-serve display ads on Walmart's site and apps to connected TV and off-site media across web and social to in-store activations and live events, Walmart Connect can help you deliver the right content to the right Walmart customer at the right step of their shopping journey. And Walmart Connect's closed-loop measurement means they can track the full impact of your campaign on sales, not just on Walmart's site and app, but also in-store. For some campaigns, they can even provide rest-of-market data that tracks the impact on sales at other retailers. Visit walmartconnect.com today to find out how you can start connecting with Walmart's 139 million weekly online and in-store customers. Walmart Connect. More than media. Meaningful connections. Um. So one of your efforts, I found out this morning, so apologies if this is old news, but uh, in, you know, in your efforts to modernize and reach the audiences where they are today, um, you guys are also streaming the VMAs today, right? That's happening, yeah. Yes. And yeah, then yeah. Super Bowl next Super year? Super Bowl's happening, yeah. Wow. So yeah. what what are the advertisers like? Are they kind of clamoring around this? Like, what what has that reception been? Like, did you guys, you know, share the news and and has there been interest there? Yeah, so they're, they're, it's kind of two different stories, although both are partnerships with with what is now with Paramount, right? Yep. Um, so the VMAs is is interesting because I think they saw an opportunity to say, "Hey, we, we can broaden the appeal of this," right. um, and so we've we, we've agreed to air that um, and and kind of 
customize it for our audience. Um, and then the Super Bowl is actually similar. The NFL is obviously sees a huge opportunity. Of course. Um, and you look, you can't win without Hispanics in, the, in this country. Right. right. You can't win an election. You can't grow your brand. Um, and even something as powerful as the NFL knows that. So, um, so that was a little bit longer of a combo and, you know, a little bit more of a integrated initiative. But yeah, we have the Super Bowl. Um, it'll be in Spanish language. It'll wow. be broadcast on Univision. Um, I don't know the exact date, but it'll be the second week in February when, when the Super Bowl happens. It's the same yes. one. Um, <laughs> same, same Super Bowl. Players, yeah. Same thing, but it's just going to be our version of it. Um, and I've really started to dig watching um, sports in Spanish. I think there's just a higher level of oh emotion gosh. communicated by the Spanish language. Yes. So we have a lot of English speakers watching soccer in Spanish on our networks. Yeah. And um, I think the Super Bowl is going to be awesome. Yeah. Apparently there's um, – and, you know, our TV writers are, are covering this, Bill Bradley and Molly Cowling. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, talking about people tuning – English-speaking Americans tuning into the Spanish language broadcast of sports, yep. right? Is that something – that's something that you guys are seeing? Yeah, I think there's a couple of reasons for that. Um, one is, like I said, I think I think the announcing, especially with with football, it's it's just exciting. You right. know, it's just fun to hear it in that in you know in that native language. It's amazing. Um, two is that streaming has made it hard for people to find things, and Univision is right there on the dial. Right. Um, and so you know, uh, I think it's a it's it's an easy way to kind of. Um, tap into your favorite sport and try new things. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because yeah. we are we are more than just soccer. We, uh, you know, we like the American sports too and everything. So For sure. that's great, great cultural yeah, yeah. insight. Um, so what what's next? I know that VIX recently yep. kind of unified into one platform. Can you tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about that and yeah. anything up and coming? Yeah, I mean, overall, we're we're so quickly have transformed from a company that existed on a few platforms, primarily TV, right. to a company that exists on every platform. Social media has been kind of my baby in terms of getting us and brands with us out into social and vertical video has been a huge thing. And streaming has been a monster where we've, you know, and part of my job was to oversee the ad sales transformation along with the company transformation to streaming, which is now a big part of our Revenue, a big part of how we interact with advertisers. So VIX um, is super exciting. So VIX has, I mean, when you put Televisa and Univision together, you have just a massive amount of content right. um, in Spanish language. By far the, the world's biggest um, collection, juggernaut, et cetera, of, of Spanish language programming. And VIX kind of makes that available um, and it broadens the audience and it's, you know, available in a different kind of way. Um, and we've, and you can, even if you're, let's just say you're a soccer fan or you're a fan of Despierta America or anything that you're a fan of, there's like more of it on VIX and a ways to, to get to it. Um, plus all this other great entertainment content. Right. So we did, we, we just like all the other media companies, I don't know that the secret sauce has been found in terms of how to package streaming offerings for consumers. So we've started with almost two separate offerings, a free ad supported one and a VIX plus, and they were kind of different. You kind of discovered them in different places and you interacted with them in different places. We've sort of merged that. So it's the front door is the free ad supported version. And then there's an kind of an upgrade if you'd like to, to participate there, but it's all one app and it's all viewers move seamlessly between ad supported and, 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 um, 
subscription only content. Yeah, no, it simplifies. Yeah. I saw uh, in an article, it's like Spotify doesn't have Spotify Plus. It's just Spotify. You know, you just choose different tier. So I think yeah. very, very smart of you guys to just consolidate it. I think in general, in streaming, pe- you you do have a level of consumer confusion, which is not right. to be. I mean, people were confused when cable first started, and and right. it's just a lot for consumers to take in. So that'll gradually continue to be simplified. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I have two more questions for you. As you're speaking, I'm thinking of more questions, but I'm going to try to try to keep it tight. Um, so. You know, we recently had a voice piece about, um, and voice is our op-ed section at Adweek, Mm -hmm. about the multicultural media scale myth, right? And media buyers, there's just, and coming from agency side, I can attest to this, that there's kind of like this taboo around investing in multicultural audiences. You know, it has to be a separate budget, and those budgets are often the first ones to get cut. Um, So I'm just curious, you know, is there... A myth, another myth um, about the Latinx audience that marketers should know about. Yeah, um, there's lots of them. I think the the one you mentioned is really interesting because I think it's changed. So, so prior to COVID, I think, and and this transformation at Univision, I think that that Univision was one of the first things to get cut in a downturn or when advertising budgets were shrinking. We're the last thing to get cut right wow. now, and we're actually still growing. Um, our ad, ad revenue base when most media companies are trying to tread water. So um, I think that that myth of it being a separate thing that you kind of need, don't need that much and can be cut is has changed right. really rapidly. Um, and I think that's just the benefit of advertisers to see when they decide to talk to an audience that they hadn't been talking to right. in the U.S. that buys their stuff. <laughs> so that's, that's you know, almost semi-obvious. You know, there's so many myths. Um, but one of the things I'd love to chat about is, is I think when we talk to marketers, the concept that this is a hard thing to do is the biggest myth that we need to, we need to bust, mm-hmm. right? Marketers get caught up in, oh, you know, they'll hear that, well, they're hearing one side that, oh, you're reaching Hispanics through your general media. Hmm. I don't think the NFL would want to partner with us. That's the biggest property on television and biggest property in the country. They wouldn't want to partner with us as deeply as they partnered if they felt like that was getting it done outside of, of us, right? right. Um, and it's really true. Um, there's You may be reaching parts of the Hispanic audience in general market, but you're not connecting with the Hispanic audience in the language that is the language of their home. The language of their family, the language that they're of their friends. You're you're connecting in a more formal, learned language that is more about business and rationality. Right. People buy things with their hearts, right? So um the myth that I'd like to talk about though is that it's it's not hard, right? So yes, you have um Latinos in the U.S. are from many different countries of origin, and there's many differences between those countries of origin. Even the Spanish language has – I'm learning Spanish, and I'm trying to learn all the different dialects and yep. things. And you can't say that in Mexico, but if you say that in Spain, it means this. And, yep. you know, so – but at the end of the day, if you focus on the things that unite the audience, and multi-generational is one of those things, which is so beautiful, which is why I think we've been able to sort of capture new generations of viewers – if you focus on the things that unite the audience, language, music, um, great stories, um, you, you actually can bring it all together. You don't have to be overwhelmed by the complexity of it all. 
That's beautiful. I love that. It's it's easier than you think. Is what it is. Right, well, you need should a partner, understand. Not yes, us. yes, um, yeah. A trusted partner. Yeah, yeah. A partner that the community trusts and you know yeah. tunes into regularly. And yeah, spot on. The other, um, if I could mention one more, if you don't mind. Yeah. There's a more granular one, which is a lot of companies feel that if they're going to advertise in Spanish, that they need their entire back-end stack from the landing page to how people buy things to the contracts to everything to be in Spanish. And it's not the case. Um, it is a – it's an audience that's pretty comfortable transactioning, transacting in both languages. Um, the multi-generational thing helps. So even if you have folks who are fully – you know, not bilingual or Spanish dominant. They have someone in the household who can help them. Yes. Um, and they make decisions, you know, and again, this isn't, not every household does this, but in general, there's a collective nature to things and a communal nature to things that I, I love and is, um, I think, helpful to marketers. So the point is we say advertise in Spanish not because our audience can't figure out the English transaction of your business to buy your thing. It's because that's the language of the heart and people buy things with their hearts. Right. And so it's, that's why Spanish language is so important in, for marketers. And that's why it, it's so much more effective. Right. Um, it's not that this audience doesn't understand what you're saying in English. It's that communicating with them at, at a heart to heart level is, is how people decide to love your brand. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. We just had someone, um, you know, for her Hispanic Heritage Month video, someone was just speaking about, um, you know, Spanglish copy. Like, it's more than that. It's about engaging the consumer. It's not just, like, speaking yeah. at them. Or, or It's really, like, connecting, as you mentioned. It's about themes that, that make sense right. in the household. Um, you know, it's it's we, we rewrite a lot of storylines for brands and their advertising to be – it can be in English, but it thematically needs to make sense. Right. right. Like there's just certain things that don't happen in a Hispanic household that happen daily in a in a general market and vice versa. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Now Don and I have a big it's really a privilege. Um we're we are translators um to the to the advertising market of you really how are. you can grow and win with this audience and and how you can help this audience too. There's there's information that this audience needs that they're not getting from categories like finance and pharmaceuticals, et cetera, at the level that they should. Right. Um, but it's a pleasure to sort of be in that position to say, oh, no, this is, you know, Despierta America is our morning show. It's just as big and popular as the Today Show. If, you, yes. if, if you're on the Today Show, like, think about it like this, yep. but it's just more fun yep. and people dance more. <laughs> people dance a lot more on these Pierta America, for sure. If you watch sure. them back to back, it's really wild. <laughs> yes. I, I, if you flip through the channel, it's just one is more like a newscast and it's more fun than a newscast like yeah. the Today Show, but it's pretty sober. Yeah, and then Despierta's, everyone's just like, yeah. it's like you got a tia over here yeah. or something. It's like, yeah, everyone hanging out. Yeah, yeah. but it, it's our job to just explain how it can be successful. I love that, and on behalf of our community, thank you for doing that. I think more brands need to be speaking to the community and doing it in the right way, and I think you guys are doing it. I, it's hard for me to accept thanks on behalf <laughs> of the community, but I think one thing I will say is going to a place like Univision. Um, Amazingly welcoming, like just incredible in yeah. terms of the, the cultural significance of the company and how that plays out through the employees and 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 the um, 
just the, the culture of the company is really amazing. Yeah. There's probably a party every day. <laughs> uh, I, I wish. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, it's got potential. Yeah, got potential. Now I the love COVID's it. Over. <laughs> well, Dan, uh, I think that's a good note to end on. And I thank you so much for your time and learning more about what you guys are doing. And best of luck with, uh, with future endeavors here. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for the time. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by me, Al Manorino, executive produced by Chris Ahrens and John Heil, and edited by Lane McGivney at Boutwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all of Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Thanks for listening. If you expect your media investment to deliver clear, measurable results, Walmart Connect can help you get there with powerful analytics and the reach of America's number one retailer. Their closed-loop measurement uses Walmart's proprietary customer purchase data to track the impact of your campaigns on sales, not just on Walmart's site and app, but also in-store. For some campaigns, they can even provide rest-of-market data that tracks the impact on sales at other retailers. Visit walmartconnect.com today and see how they can help make your media spend meaningful. Walmart Connect. More than media, meaningful connections.